In the shadowed outskirts of Zarix, a fringe world barely a blip in the vast expanse of the galaxy-spanning empire, Daniel toiled away in his workshop. The young mechanic, with a penchant for ancient starship models, had a knack for finding treasure among trash. His workshop, a labyrinth of metal and wires, was a sanctuary where the past met the future. It was a typical late night, with Daniel elbow deep in the guts of an antiquated starship, a relic from an era long forgotten. The ship, a sleek but battered model, had been his latest project, salvaged from a scrapyard on the edge of the system. As he worked, his hands moved with a rhythmic precision, guided by a deep intuition that had always set him apart from his peers. Suddenly, his wrench clanked against something unexpected. It wasn't the usual resistance of aged metal or the give of corroded circuitry. It was something different. Intrigued, Daniel probed further, and a hidden compartment clicked open, revealing its secret. A set of blueprints, their edges frayed, but the intricate designs still glowing faintly with an otherworldly energy. Daniel's eyes widened in awe. The blueprints were unlike anything he had ever seen, etched with symbols that danced and shimmered, hinting at knowledge far beyond the current understanding of technology. It was clear that these were not just any ancient schematics. They were something more, something extraordinary. As he stood there, absorbed in the discovery, he failed to notice the shadow that had fallen across the workshop's entrance. It was Renner, a seasoned pilot and Daniel's mentor, a man whose face was etched with the tales of a thousand starry skirmishes. Renner's voice, gruff and tinged with awe, broke the silence. Looks like you've found something big, kid. Daniel, startled, turned swiftly, clutching the blueprints protectively. Renner, I... I think this could change everything. Renner took a step closer, his eyes fixed on the blueprints. Where did you find this? he asked, his tone laced with a mix of curiosity and concern. In the ship hidden away. It's like it was waiting to be found, Daniel replied, his voice a mixture of excitement and uncertainty. Renard nodded slowly, his experienced gaze analysing the blueprints. This is more than a lucky find, Daniel. This... this is a piece of history, maybe even a key to something much bigger. We need to be careful with this. Daniel felt a surge of adrenaline. He knew the discovery was significant, but Renard's words solidified the gravity of the situation. They were standing on the precipice of something monumental, a secret that had lain dormant, waiting for the right moment to resurface. Unbeknownst to them, outside the confines of the workshop, eyes were watching, and word of Daniel's discovery had already begun to ripple through the dark undercurrents of the galaxy. The hunt had begun, and Daniel, with his newfound secret, was now at its centre. The revelation in Daniel's workshop had set in motion events far beyond the young mechanic's comprehension. As the night deepened on Zarix, a sense of urgency grew. Renar, with decades of experience reading the undercurrents of the galaxy, knew they had to move fast. We need to leave now, Renar insisted his voice urgent but steady. Daniel, still clutching the ancient blueprints, could see the seriousness in his mentor's eyes. He nodded, 
hastily gathering a few belongings. They stepped out into the cool Zarix night, a tapestry of stars overhead. The workshop, once a haven of solace and discovery, now felt exposed and dangerous. They made their way to the spaceport, where Renar's ship, the Nebula Runner, a reliable but unassuming vessel, was docked. As they navigated the dimly lit streets of Zarix, Daniel's mind raced with questions. Who else knew about the blueprints? What power did they hold? His thoughts were interrupted as Renar abruptly pulled him into an alleyway, narrowly avoiding a group of shadowy figures searching the area. They're looking for us, Renar whispered, his eyes scanning the surroundings. We have to be smart about this. They took a circuitous route, avoiding the main thoroughfares, moving through Zarix's lesser-known paths. The Nebula Runner finally came into view, but their relief was short-lived. Armed guards were patrolling the spaceport. Using hand signals, Renard directed Daniel to flank the guards while he created a diversion. The plan was risky, but they had little choice. With a deep breath, Daniel moved silently, using the skills he'd honed in the scrapyards of Zarix. Renard, meanwhile, approached the guards, feigning drunkenness. As he drew their attention, Daniel slipped aboard the Nebula Runner, quickly starting the pre-flight sequence. The guards, realizing the ruse, rushed towards the ship. But Renard was already on board, sealing the hatch behind him. The Nebula Runner lifted off, its engines roaring to life. The guards fired, but it was too late. The ship soared into Zarix's upper atmosphere, leaving the world and its dangers behind. As they entered the safety of space, Daniel finally allowed himself to breathe. He looked at Renner, who was focused on setting a course away from Zarix. Where are we going? Daniel asked, his voice a mix of fear and excitement. Renner's eyes remained fixed on the stars ahead. Somewhere safe, somewhere we can figure out our next move. We've got something important, Daniel, and there are going to be a lot of people who want it. We need to be ready. The nebula runner streaked across the starry sky, a lone vessel carrying a secret that could alter the course of the galaxy. Daniel, looking back at the receding planet, realized his life on Zarix was over. Ahead lay the unknown, fraught with danger and promise. The adventure had just begun. The nebula runner, now a speck against the vastness of space, coursed through the galaxy with Daniel and Renar aboard, both vigilant and wary. They had set a course through the asteroid fields of Grixar, a route less traveled, hoping to evade any pursuers who might have learned of their departure from Zarix. As they navigated the treacherous field, Renar's experienced hands were steady on the controls, weaving the ship through the tumbling rocks with practiced ease. Daniel, meanwhile, was hunched over the star charts, plotting their course. The tension was palpable. Both knew that the relative quiet would not last long. Suddenly, an alarm blared. The ship's sensors had picked up several fast-approaching objects. Pirates! Renner barked, his eyes narrowing as he glanced at the radar. Space pirates were notorious in this part of the galaxy, preying on vulnerable ships, especially those rumored to carry valuable cargo. Daniel's heart raced. He had heard stories of space pirates, but facing them in the void of space was a different reality altogether. The pirate ships, sleek and menacing, 
quickly surrounded the nebula runner, cutting off any path of escape. The comms crackled to life with the gruff voice of the pirate leader. Hand over the blueprints and we might let you live, the voice threatened. Renard glanced at Daniel, a silent question in his eyes. Daniel shook his head resolutely. They couldn't give up their discovery. Renard responded with a defiance born of years facing danger. Not a chance. You'll have to take them from our cold, dead hands. Knowing that words were no longer useful, Renard threw the Nebula Runner into an evasive maneuver, dodging the incoming fire from the pirate ships. Daniel, though scared, was amazed at Renard's piloting skills, the ship moving as if it were an extension of himself. The space around them erupted in a ballet of laser fire and explosions. Daniel manned the ship's weapons, returning fire, his shots guided by desperation and the will to survive. The nebula runner danced through the chaos, narrowly avoiding blasts and debris. In a daring move, Renner piloted the ship into the densest part of the asteroid field. The pirates, eager for the prize, followed recklessly. Renner's plan became clear. Use the asteroids to their advantage. The chase was intense, the nebula runner skillfully dodging between asteroids, while the pirate ships, less familiar with such maneuvers, struggled to keep up. One by one, the pirate ships met their demise against the unforgiving rocks, unable to match Renard's mastery of the field. Breathing heavily from the adrenaline and relief, Daniel and Renner emerged from the asteroid field, leaving the wreckage of the pirate ships behind. The encounter had been a close call, a stark reminder of the dangers they faced. The Nebula Runner had sustained some damage, but it was still spaceworthy. We need to find allies, Daniel said, his voice a mix of awe and concern. We can't keep running forever. Renard nodded in agreement, his eyes scanning the star chart for a safe haven. You're right, we need a plan and we need help. After their narrow escape from the space pirates, Daniel and Renard set a course for Calix Prime, a bustling spaceport known for its diverse population and a place where one could find almost anything or anyone. They needed an ally, someone who could help them understand the blueprints and navigate the dangers that were rapidly converging on them. Calix Prime was a melting pot of the galaxy, a vibrant and chaotic nexus where countless species and cultures intersected. The spaceport was alive with activity, filled with traders, travelers, and mercenaries. Amidst this whirl of activity, Daniel and Renard moved with a purpose, keeping a low profile to avoid drawing attention. Their search led them to a dimly lit tavern known as the Star's End, a place frequented by soldiers and adventurers. It was here they encountered Alice, a soldier wearing the insignia of the Imperial Army, but her posture and expression spoke of disillusionment and weariness. Renard, who had contacts in many places, had heard of Alice, a once promising officer who had grown increasingly disenchanted with the Empire's methods and ambitions. They approached her cautiously, aware that trusting the wrong person could lead to disaster. Alice's eyes were sharp and assessing as they introduced themselves. Daniel noticed her hand subtly resting near her blaster, a soldier's instinct. Renner spoke first. We've heard you might be someone who's looking for a change, 
someone who's seen enough of the Empire's ways. Alice's gaze hardened, but her interest was piqued. I don't know what you're talking about, she said, though her tone suggested otherwise. Daniel decided to take a risk. He spoke of the blueprints of their power and potential, and of the danger they were in. As he spoke, Alice's skepticism gave way to a dawning realization of the gravity of the situation. You're telling me you have something that could change the balance of power in the galaxy? Alice asked, a mix of incredulity and intrigue in her voice. Yes, Daniel replied earnestly, and we need help. We believe you might be the ally we're looking for. Alice was silent for a moment, contemplating. Then she made her decision. I've seen what the Empire is capable of. I can't be part of it any longer. I'm in. With Alice on their side, they now had someone with military training and inside knowledge of the Imperial forces. They discussed their next move in hushed tones, aware that the walls of the star's end might have ears. Their plan was audacious. Infiltrate a heavily guarded Imperial facility, rumored to hold crucial information about the conspiracy they were uncovering. It was a dangerous mission, but with their combined skills, they had a chance. The mission to infiltrate the Imperial facility was a high-stakes gamble. Located on Verinox, a heavily fortified planet known for its military installations, the facility was rumored to hold critical information about the Empire's covert operations and possibly about the conspiracy they were trying to unravel. As they approached Verinox aboard the Nebula Runner, Alice briefed Daniel and Renar on the layout of the facility. She had managed to secure partial blueprints during her time in the Imperial Army. The main database is here, she pointed out. Heavily guarded, but that's where we'll find what we need. Renar, piloting the ship, set them down in a remote area to avoid detection. They donned disguises, Daniel and Renar as maintenance workers, Alice as an Imperial officer. The disguises were good, but they would not hold up under close scrutiny. Speed and stealth were essential. The facility was a fortress, bristling with security cameras and patrolled by armed guards. They made their way to a service entrance, blending in with the flow of workers. Daniel's heart pounded in his chest, but he followed Alice's lead, trying to appear calm. Once inside, they navigated the maze-like corridors, moving towards the central hub. Alice's knowledge of military protocols proved invaluable as they dodged patrols and circumvented security measures. They reached the mainframe room and Daniel set to work, his fingers flying over the console, hacking into the system. Time was against them. As Daniel extracted the data, Alice kept watch and Renar rigged a series of small explosives, a contingency plan should they need a quick escape. The tension in the room was palpable each second stretching out interminably. Suddenly, an alarm blared. They're on to us, Alice hissed. Daniel's heart sank. They had been so close. He grabbed the data chip just as Renard detonated the explosives, creating a series of controlled blasts that sent the facility into chaos. In the confusion, they ran, weaving through the disoriented guards and making their way back to the service entrance. They could hear the sounds of pursuit behind them, the shouts of guards, and the whine of security drones. The trio burst out of the facility and sprinted towards the Nebula Runner. 
Blaster fire zipped past them, a reminder of the perilously thin line they were treading. Renar, with a pilot's reflexes, reached the ship first and fired up the engines. Alice and Daniel dove aboard as the ship lifted off, laser fire scorching the hull. Renard pushed the engines to their limit, the nebula runner lurching into the sky, away from the clutches of the Imperial forces. As they put distance between themselves and Veronox, they took a moment to catch their breath. Daniel looked at the data chip in his hand, a small object that held secrets powerful enough to shake the foundations of the Empire. This is bigger than we thought, Alice whispered, peering over Daniel's shoulder at the chip. The data they had stolen would take time to analyze, but they had achieved the impossible. They had infiltrated a high-security Imperial facility and lived to tell the tale. The data chip recovered from the Imperial facility on Veronox held the key to their next destination, the long-forgotten planet of Eridos. According to the information they had extracted, Eridos was once the seat of an advanced civilization, one that had possibly developed the technology depicted in Daniel's ancient blueprints. The journey to Eridos was tense, with each member of the crew lost in their own thoughts. The nebula runner glided through the starlit void, a solitary vessel carrying a secret that could alter the galaxy's destiny. Upon reaching the planet's orbit, they were greeted by a world of desolate beauty. Eridos was a planet of contrasts, with sprawling deserts and towering, crumbled structures that spoke of a once-great civilization. They landed near the ruins of what appeared to be a significant urban center. The architecture was unlike anything they had seen before, with smooth lines and an almost organic quality to the buildings, now partially reclaimed by nature. The air was filled with the whisper of a forgotten past. Daniel, Alice and Renner explored the ruins, moving through the skeletal remains of the city. Daniel's blueprints were the key, each structure they encountered providing pieces of a larger puzzle. As they delved deeper into the heart of the ancient city, the sense of connection between the blueprints and the ruins grew stronger. In the center of the city, they discovered what appeared to be a research facility or library, its walls lined with strange, undecipherable symbols that glowed faintly, echoing the designs on Daniel's blueprints. It was a repository of knowledge, waiting for someone to unlock its secrets. Daniel was drawn to a central chamber where a large, dormant console sat. He approached it cautiously, the blueprints in hand. As he touched the console, it sprang to life, reacting to his presence. The symbols on the walls began to glow brighter, a network of light tracing across the room. The console revealed holographic projections, intricate diagrams, and schematics that mirrored the blueprints Daniel had found. It was a moment of revelation. They were standing in the birthplace of the technology he had unearthed. Alice and Renard watched in awe as Daniel interacted with the console, his intuition guiding him. The holograms detailed not just the technology itself, but its purpose, a tool for peace designed to connect civilizations across the galaxy, to share knowledge and foster understanding. However, as they delved deeper, they uncovered a darker truth. The technology, in the wrong hands, could be twisted into a weapon of unimaginable power, capable of tearing apart the very fabric of space and time. Their discovery was monumental. 
yet it carried a weight of responsibility. They now held knowledge that was both a beacon of hope and a potential harbinger of destruction. As they left the ancient facility, the ruins of Eridos standing silent around them, they knew that their mission had grown even more critical. They had to protect this technology to ensure that it would be used to heal, not harm. The secrets of Eridos had changed everything, and there was no turning back. With the revelations from Eridos still fresh in their minds, Daniel, Alice and Renar knew the stakes had risen. The technology they were dealing with was more potent and dangerous than they had imagined. As they plotted their next move aboard the Nebula Runner, an unexpected transmission was received. The message was encrypted, but Daniel, with his burgeoning expertise, managed to decode it. It was from Commander Varric, an officer in the Imperial fleet. Varric requested a meeting, claiming to have vital information. The message was laced with urgency and a tone of desperation. Skepticism and caution hung in the air as they discussed the message. It could be a trap, Renard pointed out, his voice tinged with suspicion. Alice, however, thought differently. If he is genuine, he could provide us with inside information. We need every advantage we can get. They agreed to the meeting, setting a rendezvous point on the neutral moon of Thalos, a barren rock with little to offer but its anonymity. The Nebula Runner landed discreetly, and the crew waited, tense and ready for anything. Commander Varric arrived alone, a tall figure clad in an Imperial uniform, his expression grim. As he approached, his hands raised in a gesture of peace, Alice stepped forward, her hand on her blaster. Why should we trust you? she demanded. Varric's gaze was steady. Because I can no longer be a part of what the Empire is planning. What they intend to do with the technology you've discovered, it's unthinkable. His words carried the weight of genuine fear and regret. He spoke of a secret division within the Empire dedicated to weaponizing ancient technologies without regard for the consequences. He had witnessed enough to know that he could not stand idly by. I can help you, Varric insisted. I have access to information, resources. I can be an asset. The decision to trust Varric was not taken lightly. Renar and Alice grilled him, testing his story, his motives. But as the conversation unfolded, it became clear that Varric's disillusionment was real. He was a man torn between duty and conscience, choosing to stand against the might of the Empire. Varric's knowledge of Imperial operations was invaluable. He provided them with strategic insights and access to secure channels. With him on board, their understanding of the Imperial machinations deepened, and their plan to counter them took on new dimensions. As they left Thalos, the Nebula Runner carrying an unlikely alliance, the mood was one of cautious optimism. Varric's defection was a significant turn in their quest, a reminder that the line between friend and foe could be blurred in the face of a greater threat. The journey ahead was fraught with uncertainty, but now they had a defector from the very heart of the Empire, bolstering their cause. The stakes were higher than ever, and the path forward more perilous, but they were no longer alone in their fight. With Commander Varric's defection and the crucial information he provided, Daniel, Alice and Renner realized the next logical step in their mission, presenting their findings to the Galactic Assembly. The Assembly, 
a conglomerate of representatives from various star systems, was the only body with enough influence to challenge the Empire's covert operations. The journey to the Assembly's space station, a colossal structure orbiting the neutral planet of Diplon, was fraught with tension. The Nebula Runner carried not just its crew, but the weight of a galaxy's fate. Varric's presence added a layer of complexity to their mission. His defection was a significant risk, but it was one they had to take. Upon docking at the space station, the group was greeted with a mix of curiosity and suspicion. The Galactic Assembly was a place of politics and power plays, and a defector from the Empire accompanied by a ragtag crew was bound to draw attention. Daniel, Alice, Renner and Varric navigated the corridors of power, making their way to the Grand Chamber where the Assembly convened. The chamber was a vast, circular room, with representatives from countless star systems seated in a tiered arrangement, a melting pot of the galaxy's diversity. The session was in full swing when they arrived, debates and discussions echoing through the chamber. Daniel felt a surge of intimidation, but steadied himself. This was their chance to reveal the truth. When it was their turn to speak, a hush fell over the assembly. Daniel stepped forward, the ancient blueprints in hand. He began to speak, his voice clear and steady, recounting their journey, the discovery of the blueprints, the revelations on Eridos, and the Empire's sinister plans. Alice presented the data they had extracted from the Imperial facility, detailing the extent of the conspiracy. Varric then stepped up, his testimony lending credence to their claims, revealing the inner workings of the Empire's secret division. The representatives listened, some with skepticism, others with growing concern. The evidence was compelling, but the assembly was divided. Some members were wary of opposing the Empire, fearing retribution. Others argued for action, recognizing the threat the Empire posed to the galaxy's stability. The debate that followed was intense, voices raised in argument and plea. Daniel and his companions stood firm, answering questions, countering doubts. The room was a battleground of words and wills. As the session drew to a close, the assembly was still divided, but the seeds of awareness had been planted. Their mission was not in vain. They had exposed the Empire's machinations to the galaxy's most influential leaders. Leaving the chamber, the group felt a mixture of exhaustion and accomplishment. They had achieved what they set out to do, but the outcome was still uncertain. The Assembly's decision would take time, and time was a luxury they did not have. The Nebula Runner departed from the space station, its crew more determined than ever. They had taken their fight to the heart of the galaxy's political arena, challenging the Empire's narrative. The next phase of their mission awaited, and they were ready to face it. Together. In the aftermath of their presentation to the Galactic Assembly, the crew of the Nebula Runner felt a cautious sense of achievement. However, the galaxy, as they were about to learn, was full of unexpected turns. The most shocking was yet to come, a betrayal from within their own ranks. As they plotted their next move, the tension aboard the ship was palpable. Renard, who had been a mentor and friend to Daniel, seemed increasingly distant and preoccupied. His behavior, initially dismissed as stress, soon became impossible to ignore. 
One evening, as they were charting their course, Daniel noticed Renner slipping away with the ancient blueprints. Suspicion quickly turned to realization as Daniel followed him to the cargo bay. There, he confronted Renner, who was preparing a shuttle for departure. What are you doing, Renner? Daniel demanded, his voice a mix of confusion and betrayal. Renner turned, his expression one of regret and resolve. I'm sorry, Daniel. You don't understand the gravity of what we're dealing with. This technology, it needs to be in the right hands. And you think those hands are yours? Daniel retorted, struggling to grasp the situation. Renar sighed, a weary sound. It's not about me. There are forces at play here bigger than you know. I've been contacted. They've offered a solution, a way to end this without more bloodshed. Daniel felt a chill run down his spine. Who? Who contacted you? Renner hesitated, then said, The Empire. They're not all monsters, Daniel. There are those who want to use the technology for peace. They can control it, contain it. Daniel couldn't believe what he was hearing. And you trust them? After everything we've seen? It's not about trust. It's about survival, Renner replied, his gaze unwavering. Before Daniel could respond, Renner activated the shuttle, the engines roaring to life. In a desperate move, Daniel lunged forward, trying to stop him, but it was too late. The shuttle door closed and Renner was gone, taking the blueprints with him. Daniel stood there, stunned and betrayed. The man he had trusted, who had been like a father to him, had turned over their most valuable asset to the Empire. When Alice and Varric found him, the look on Daniel's face said it all. The betrayal cut deep, not just because of the loss of the blueprints, but because of the shattered trust. They were back to square one, with the added disadvantage of the Empire now potentially having the key to the ancient technology. The stakes were higher, the path ahead more treacherous. But they couldn't give up, not now. The betrayal by Renner left Daniel, Alice and Varric reeling but it also galvanized them into action. They knew they had to act swiftly to recover the blueprints before Renar could deliver them to the Empire. The fate of the galaxy hung in the balance. Using the Nebula Runner's advanced tracking systems, they set off in pursuit. The trail led them across star systems, each jump bringing its own challenges and dangers. As they traveled, the tension aboard the ship was palpable, a mix of anger, betrayal, and a relentless determination to set things right. The chase led them to Nari, a remote desert planet on the fringes of the galaxy. It was a harsh, unforgiving world with vast dunes and searing heat. The tracking signal from Renner's shuttle led to an abandoned outpost, half buried in the sand. As they approached the outpost, they prepared for a confrontation. Daniel felt a storm of emotions brewing inside him. Renner had been his mentor, almost a father figure, and the betrayal stung deeply. They entered the outpost cautiously, blasters drawn. The place was eerily quiet, the only sound the howling of the wind outside. They moved through the corridors, checking each room, but found no sign of Renner. Finally, they reached the central chamber, and there they found Renner waiting for them. He was alone, the blueprints on a table beside him. Daniel, he said, his voice tired. I knew you'd come. Why, Renner? Why betray us? Daniel asked, 
his voice tight with emotion. Renard sighed, his eyes meeting Daniel's. I did what I thought was right. The Empire. They promised a peaceful resolution. I believed them. You were wrong, Alice interjected sharply. The Empire can't be trusted. Varric stood silent, his expression one of understanding. He had been in a similar position once, torn between duty and conscience. Renner looked down, a shadow of regret crossing his face. Maybe I was, but I couldn't stand by and watch the galaxy descend into chaos. Daniel stepped forward, his anger giving way to sadness. You should have trusted us, Renard. We could have found another way. For a moment, it looked like Renard might reach for his weapon, but then he simply nodded, stepping away from the table. Take the blueprints, Daniel. Do what you think is right. As Daniel retrieved the blueprints, he looked at Renard, seeing the man who had taught him so much, now a figure of tragedy and misguided intentions. They left Renard in the outpost, a solitary figure lost in his own conflicts. As they boarded the Nebula Runner and set off into space, the mood was somber. They had recovered the blueprints, but at a cost. The betrayal had left its mark, a reminder of the complex tapestry of motives and decisions that shaped their galaxy. The journey was far from over, but they were back on track, the ancient blueprints once again in safe hands. Their mission continued, the goal clearer than ever, to use the technology for peace and to keep it out of the hands of those who would misuse it. With the blueprints back in their possession, Daniel, Alice and Varric faced a new challenge, deciphering the final secrets they held. The data from Eridos and the information from the blueprints converged to one critical revelation. The coordinates to a hidden world, named Xanthia in the ancient texts. Xanthia was a mythic planet, spoken of in hushed tones as a legend, a place that existed in the tales of old spacefarers and in the dreams of explorers. It was said to be the cradle of the ancient civilization whose technology they had been chasing, a world lost to the galaxy for eons. The journey to Xanthia was fraught with uncertainty. The coordinates led them to a remote sector of the galaxy, uncharted and unmapped. As the Nebula Runner travelled through hyperspace, the tension among the crew was a tangible presence, a mix of excitement and apprehension about what they might find. When they finally arrived, Xanthia was revealed in all its glory, a planet of stunning beauty with lush green continents, deep blue oceans and swirling white clouds. It was a stark contrast to the barren, forgotten worlds they had encountered so far. They landed on the surface, in a valley surrounded by towering mountains. The air was fresh and filled with the sounds of a thriving ecosystem. It was hard to believe that this vibrant world had remained hidden for so long. As they explored, they came across astonishing structures, elegant and harmonious with the natural environment. It was clear that the inhabitants of Xanthia had achieved a level of technology and society far advanced from anything known in the current galaxy. In the heart of a sprawling complex, they found a central hub, a place that seemed to be a convergence point for the planet's energy and technology. The design matched the blueprints and the structures on Eridos, confirming that they had found the source of the ancient technology. 
The hub was not just a repository of knowledge and technology. It was a gateway. As Daniel interacted with the control panels, holographic displays sprang to life, revealing a network that connected Xanthia to distant parts of the galaxy. It was a system designed for communication and sharing of knowledge, a testament to the civilization's philosophy of peace and unity. However, there was a warning etched into the walls, a message from the past. The technology, if misused, could bring destruction on a scale unimaginable. It was a sobering reminder of the responsibility they now shouldered. The discovery of Xanthia was a pivotal moment. Here was a world and a technology that could change the course of the galaxy, offering a path to peace and advancement. But it also posed a grave danger if it fell into the wrong hands. The discovery of Xanthia had elevated the stakes of their mission exponentially. Daniel, Alice and Varric knew that the Empire, if it ever learned of Xanthia's existence and its technological treasures, would stop at nothing to seize control of it. Their fears were soon realized when Imperial forces, guided by the trail left by Renar's earlier betrayal, descended upon the hidden planet. The Nebula Runner was docked in Xanthia's orbit when the first Imperial cruisers appeared, slicing through the tranquility of space with ominous intent. Daniel and his crew were facing the might of an Imperial fleet, led by a ruthless general known for his strategic brilliance and mercilessness in battle. As the Imperial forces began their descent, Daniel and his allies prepared for what could be their final stand. Xanthea's own defense systems, long dormant but reactivated by Daniel using the ancient blueprints, hummed to life, providing a glimmer of hope. The battle commenced with the Imperial forces unleashing a barrage of firepower towards the planet. Daniel and Alice piloted the Nebula Runner in a desperate bid to intercept the fighters, while Varric manned the ship's weapon systems, his knowledge of Imperial tactics proving invaluable. On the surface of Xanthia, the ancient defense mechanisms activated, revealing hidden turrets and energy shields that began to repel the Imperial onslaught. The Xanthians, though peaceful, had prepared for such an eventuality centuries ago their foresight now giving the defenders a fighting chance. The skies above Xanthia turned into a canvas of explosive fury as laser fire crisscrossed between the Nebula Runner, the Imperial Fleet and the planet's defences. Daniel manoeuvred the ship with remarkable skill, evading enemy fire while Alice and Varric unleashed a counter-offensive. On the ground, the Xanthians, led by a council of their wisest members, coordinated the planet's defences with a calm determination. They were a people of peace but stood united to defend their home and legacy. The turning point came when Daniel, in a daring move, piloted the Nebula Runner directly towards the Imperial flagship. Dodging a relentless volley of fire, they managed to inflict critical damage to the flagship, causing chaos among the Imperial ranks. Seeing their flagship falter, the morale of the Imperial forces wavered. Seizing the opportunity, the defenders launched a concerted attack, pushing the Imperial forces back. The tide of battle had turned. In the end, it was the combination of Xanthia's ancient defenses, the skill and bravery of Daniel and his crew, and the strategic acumen of Varric that won the day. The Imperial forces, unable to penetrate Xanthia's defenses, and now leaderless, retreated in disarray.
As the last of the Imperial ships warped out of the system, a cheer went up among the defenders. They had won against overwhelming odds. Xanthia was safe for now. The victory was bittersweet. The crew of the Nebula Runner knew that the Empire would not give up easily. But they had proven that even the mightiest force could be challenged when courage and unity prevailed. In the aftermath of the battle, the crew of the Nebula Runner and the Xanthians gathered in the central hub of the planet's ancient complex. The victory had given them a momentary reprieve, but they knew the Empire would return, likely with even greater force. Amid the discussions of fortifying Xanthia's defences and preparing for future conflicts, Daniel returned to the central console, the heart of the ancient technology they had fought so hard to protect. He felt a deep connection to the device, as if it resonated with something inside him. As he interfaced with the console, a new layer of information was revealed, a hidden aspect of the technology that had remained dormant until now. The holographic displays showed not only a network connecting to different parts of this galaxy, but also pathways leading to other galaxies. A vast, intergalactic bridge. The revelation was staggering. The ancient civilization had not only mastered intragalactic travel, but had also developed a way to reach other galaxies, an achievement far beyond the current capabilities of any known species in their own galaxy. Daniel, Alice, Varric, and the Xanthians looked on in awe. The technology offered possibilities beyond their wildest dreams. The potential for new alliances, new knowledge, and the hope of spreading peace across not just one galaxy, but many. However, the discovery also presented a profound dilemma. If this technology fell into the wrong hands, it could lead to conquest and subjugation on an unimaginable scale. The responsibility of guarding this secret was immense. As they grappled with the implications, a new resolve formed among them. They had to protect this gateway, not just for the sake of Xanthia or their own galaxy, but for the countless civilizations that existed beyond their reach. The group decided to form a new alliance, one that would safeguard the secrets of Xanthia and explore the possibilities of intergalactic outreach responsibly. Daniel, Alice and Varric pledged to be the guardians of the Gateway, working alongside the Xanthians to ensure it was used for the benefit of all. As they made their plans, the realization dawned that their journey had taken on a new dimension. They were no longer just fighting against the tyranny of the Empire. They were now the custodians of a legacy that could change the face of the universe. The story ended not with a conclusion, but with a new beginning. The hidden world of Xanthia had become the center of a burgeoning alliance. Daniel, once a simple mechanic, had found a purpose far greater than he had ever imagined, standing at the forefront of a new era of exploration and discovery. The twist of fate had transformed their mission, and as they looked up at the stars, they knew their adventure was just beginning. The galaxy, and indeed the universe, was full of mysteries waiting to be uncovered and they were ready to face whatever lay ahead.